Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. In 1991, Drogheda woman Deirdre Gogarty stepped into the boxing ring at the back of Shannon Arms in Limerick for an illegal fight that would become legendary. This would go down as the first boxing bout in Irish soil between two women, although it was unsanctioned. Unable to get a boxing licence here in Ireland, Deirdre moved to the USA to turn pro. Just five short years later, she would step into a very different ring in the MGM Grand Las Vegas for a fierce fight against Christy Martin that would become the spark to ignite much-needed change for women's boxing. Despite being a trailblazer for female athletes inspiring the next generation of great fighters like Katie Taylor, Deirdre Gogarty has yet to receive the recognition in her hometown that she deserves, until now. Monster Boys native Kieran McIver of the Boxing Bands podcast has spearheaded a committee who are now working hard to have a statue of Deirdre Gogarty erected in Drogheda where her story began. Yesterday the committee launched their GoFundMe campaign I Was There and I spoke to Deirdre's first coach John McCormack her first opponent in the ring Anne-Marie Griffin former WBC interim world bantamweight champion Christina McMahon and members of the Deirdre Gogarty Legacy Committee I started off by asking the chairperson of the committee Kieran McIver what inspired him to kickstart this campaign I'm a massive fan of boxing and have been for quite a few years and just came across Deirdre and I thought like this is only right I'm from Drogheda Deirdre's from Drogheda she's the only professional boxer from the town uh, she's the only world champion from the town and I, I passed the statue of Soxburn every day I walk past the gym every day uh, what, to- what Sox did was brilliant like bronze medalist and whatnot. but I just feel like it's only right like that we honour Deirdre for what she did. And not only that, we should be like shouting it from the rooftops. Like like should be really proud of it. Like, Katie Taylor was writing uh, letters to her. Like that. But it's almost as if like Katie was the only one that existed, whereas Deirdre was, was the one that created a pathway. Says, look, no one's doing this, but I'm I'm gonna show you that there is a path. And then I interviewed Deirdre in person not in person but on Sky- Skype and uh, I could just see like she said that she was homesick and I could see it in her. 
you know, and I just felt like this isn't right and that kind of just like lit a fire under me. So tell me about the work that's involved so far. This is a Trojan amount of work in, for this project. We do have a target that we, we've set, a huge target that we've set uh, that we want to raise. But plans are in motion and the funds are trickling in. You've already had a good bit of res- uh, support from people in the town already. Yeah, like lucky enough. So obviously Joanna Byrne, who's on the committee, she's uh, pledged a thousand. Uh, Brian Brown and from Gleason's, he's pledged two. But there is going to be more coming in. This is just before we've even started. All I'm concentrating on is just us raising money and organising fundraisers. That's that's all I'm concentrating on at the moment. I'm not trying not to look too far ahead. So there wouldn't be a campaign or a fundraiser in this town without Natalie Kelly being involved in it. <laughs> I have to say, though, when, when Kieran MacGyver came to me and he says, listen, Natalie from Draw the Dolls is involved at the committee, I actually says, OK, I'll sign up. <laughs> That's good. That's something, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, I got the call like you, and it, it only made sense because the group obviously is 20,000 uh, or 22,000, I think, women in it, and the town is only 50,000 people. So, you know, it's a good representation of the women of um, Drogheda. And uh, does it, like Deirdre is a very deserving um, candidate for a statue. There's other heroes in the town with statues, and she paved the way for women in sport. And coincidentally, it's the year of the bias. And breaking the bias, you know, so um, it would be really nice to, and it is really nice to have the campaign launched this year. Um, the whole thing about bias is breaking stereotypes and discrimination, and that was a big thing in sport, in boxing. And like you, I knew nothing about this or boxing or anything, and I still don't. I'm not claiming to know anything about it, but we are 100% behind the campaign, and um, there's a place and a time for everything in life and in society and I know we do a lot of charity supporting but there is a place and a time and this is Deirdre's place and time for her moment and we're behind her all the way all the women in Drogheda Absolutely and you know the you guys have raised so much money over the years you know there's a pretty hefty target that we have to reach I mean which is daunting to likes of me but you have raised this before this amount and you've raised huge yeah. amounts are you hopeful that people will support this? I think so like obviously I was setting up to GoFundMe for Kieran, and you know it was a hundred grand target and you're kind of like oh god but look everything will take time and it'll take a lot of effort but um, once you put your heart into something you'll get there and if there's belief and there is a lot of belief in you know that it's a right thing to do for our town for the women of our town for Deirdre to represent all the women in sport look what happened last night with the ladies on the you know so it's just amazing and it is it is the year of the woman I think really this year. I'm sitting here with Anne-Marie Griffin and it's just such an honour to be sitting beside her in the first place um take me back to 1991 because this was first of all an illegal fight and secondly this was your first time actually boxing yes um yeah as i said I, my background is kickboxing and uh pj venice i suppose he was ahead of his time um my trainer in kickboxing he went and heard about this girl looking for a fight and asked would i be interested in um in doing an exhibition fight with hers because there was a local kickboxing event coming up so I said I would. So we did a we, we got a, one of the local St Munchens Boxing Club at the time, um, Pat Cox and that and Pat Heller, and they came in and gave me an extra bit of training while while I would have always punched. With kickboxing, it was hard to try and get used to just punching and trying to keep my feet um, on the ground. Um, so yeah, we went in on the day, and obviously I, I was in front of a home crowd. Uh, Deirdre came in on her own. She hadn't even told her family that she was fighting that day. And it wasn't supposed to be, um, there wasn't supposed to be a decision, but we, we did three rounds um, as, as an exhibition fight. Um, and she's strong, 
strong fighter and delighted that it opened up doors for her. She won the fight. They actually made it, it made a decision on the day because the ref called us both into the centre and gave it to the red corner, which was Deirdre's. And, you know, when you think of fighting was illegal for women in this country, you know, you couldn't even advertise or promote this fight. You think back then, stepping into the ring in 1991, like you probably couldn't have even imagined the, the history both of you would really no, make. To us, I was supposed to Deirdre. It was her first ever proper uh, fight. I was used to fighting and kickboxing, so I was used to, uh, you know, going to tournaments and, you know, and even back then, kickboxing, ladies kickboxing was quite rare. There wasn't a whole lot. The competition wasn't great around um, Ireland. I had won the featherweight Irish title in January that year in kickboxing and this was in June then that we had um, the boxing fight so no we had no understanding of what we were doing at the time we were both doing something that we loved um, so yeah and, and a day out I suppose <laughs> <as well. laughs> day out absolutely and you know I've seen the photographs thank you so much for showing me them I, I, it's just amazing to see them and you're barefoot talk to me about that <laughs> well as a kickboxer I would have always fought barefoot um, now I did get boots uh, PJ had sourced um, sponsorship for boots and singlet for me for the day he said you needed to hold your stents and um, I wore them I think we only got them on the Tuesday beforehand and the fight was on the Sunday so I wore them two nights of training and I just felt so restricted so used to fighting barefoot on the day I said just said I can't wear them and he went all right go on you can go but then it started to rain typical Irish summer started to rain there was a bit of slipping around the ring (laughs) Uh, but regardless Deirdre would have always had the upper hand I would have always had problems with my nose and I would have been known for a bloody nose I've had blood vessels cauterized several times so once she spotted that weak spot then my nose she kept um, kept yeah kept going for it so what do you make of this today you know it's the start it's the launch now we're we're putting the word out now into the world that this statue is going to be you know hopefully in the town uh, for Deirdre and for her legacy how does that feel for you to see her hometown getting behind her like this oh I'm delighted that you're all getting behind her and it's so well deserved like when she was what she had to go through to get to fight and when she went on and became world champion, like, you know, she inspired Katie Taylor, you know, all those fighters. So, like, they all followed in her footsteps. And even though from when we had our fight, it was 10 years after that before it was sanctioned for females to box. It was a long time. So had she stayed in Ireland, she would never have gotten the opportunities. So I'm delighted and I hope she gets home soon. Uh, when, when, when it is erect. Would you ever have a rematch? <laughs> oh, a definitely exhibition only. <laughs> John McCormick, the legendary John McCormick, I'm here beside. Uh, <laughs> and you were the man responsible for creating the legend that is Deirdre Gogarty. So tell me, take me back. Oh, no, I wouldn't have been responsible enough for that. She did that herself. <laughs> I love that. Spoken he, like a true yeah. coach. Oh, no, she did that herself. You know, with what she put in, she got out of it. You know what I mean? But take me back to the start. How did you meet her? How did you cross paths with her? Um, I met her first time. was outside of the gym. I think it was about 9 o'clock at night. Deirdre was down look, walking around the gym to try and find out where the gym was. She was obviously lost when she came up to Dublin. And then I went out. I was at the bin just down the road. And I see her from across the road. And I said to her, are you lost? She said, yeah, I am. I'm looking for the boxing club. And we showed her where it was. I said... We, this is on a Monday night. We told them we'd be open next Thursday night. And she went off and come back on the Thursday night. And from that day, she was just put in, what she put in was just astounding, absolutely amazing. 
because like them all, Kate Taylor, they put in the same as the boys, but a little bit more. And we were absolutely entranced with her. Entranced was the word we used. We said, geez, she's very good. Because we were looking at boys and saying, boys do that, not girls. Yeah. But it was lovely to see. Christina McMahon, thank you so much for having a chat to me. Um, you have suffered so many injustices in your sporting career. I mean, it's kind of so fitting that you would be here to support a woman who wasn't even permitted to fight back in the day. I mean, it's, it's fantastic to have you here. How do you feel about everything that's going on today? Oh, sure, you'd have to be very proud and see the evolution of women in the sport. Um, I think it was an International Women's Enterprise Day and a recognition yesterday of uh, women and the evolution of the sport. So uh, to be part of this now is very important um, to remember the likes of the Deja Guggeries and the Deja Nelsons that were there before me. Um, because of these women, I became the first licensed woman in Ireland. So by the time I came along looking for a license, I got my license. Because the likes of these girls couldn't get their license and they fought the, the battle. So they, they kind of opened the platform for me. And then the likes of Katie Taylor and so forth. Go over to this lady here, Adrian. What was the reaction like at home when she said, listen, I want to box, I want to fight? We didn't believe her at first, you know. We were in kind of a... I suppose we were negative thinking, thinking this couldn't be done. You know, that it's just a phase. She'll get over it. But no, she kept going. She kept battling on. And through all the adversity, you know, she still was very determined. And she showed us. Yeah, she, was, she really meant it. <laughs> she really did. She really did. What was it like, you know, watching from the, the sidelines, watching her fight? Very difficult. Very difficult. And in actual fact, most of us never watched a live match. We usually waited <laughs> and saw the repeat because it's very difficult to watch her in, although she's so good, but it was difficult to watch her because there was a lot of bloody combats and, yeah, difficult fights. And what was it like then for you guys as a family? You know, obviously she left home, she achieved huge things abroad, but it must have been so, so tough for you guys to watch her leave. Yes, yes, it was very difficult and we didn't realise just how determined she was that she would actually up sticks and leave home but she did do that and she she did us proud we really 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 are so proud of her if you would like to donate and support this cause please log on to gofundme.com and search for the Deirdre Gogarty Legacy Fundraiser LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237 When you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.